Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. On the way... Uh, after the break, uh, control alt delete a quick roundup of the tech stories from uh, during the week, and you might have seen this story. Uh, a lot of scammers are selling for about three hundred euro a little anti five G device that uses some sort of quantum wave to protect against five G. Now, there's nothing to protect against five G because four G is just like or five G is just like four G, perfectly fine, harmless. But hundreds of people who believe in the crazy 5G conspiracy theories have been forking out a huge amount of money on them. Lads, your tinfoil hat is probably a bit safer than this 5G thing. I'll tell you exactly what this anti-5G device is and why it costs so much and the rest of the latest tech stories. Why on this 104's Control-Alt-Delete. There we go. It's a quick roundup of uh, the tech stories from all over the world here on Control-Alt-Delete. Um... As well, you're broadcasting from your attic like a good Anne Frank and are you not sweating? Yeah, I am absolutely sweating. And then obviously because people who get burnt during the day, it's like, ah, it's grand, it's a bit pink. Now it's roaring red and my whole body is on fire. So I'm, you know, I'm never hot or too hot. Uh, Mm. I am roasting. Yeah, I I had to open a window here, but it turns out that the neighbour is a fan of... uh, Smoking marijuana. So oh. now my front room is just filling up with weed. Oh, lovely. That, that's um, nice and Do I be an L1 and stick the head out the window and go, sorry, do you mind doing that somewhere else? Oh, what happens if you're here? smoking secondhand? And then you, the guards call and they're like, hang on a second. Hey, there you go. You're over secondhand. the limit. There you go. Should I ram out? Should I ring the guards and go, okay. he's, he's got yeah. drugs there, that's... You should. Well, my neighbours next door are clearly having a party of some kind in the garden, so um, I had to close over the window a bit. So I'll just keep sweating. Be fine. Yeah. Right. Right, listen, these are these are our problems. You don't care about them. That's fine. Uh, anyway, we're moving on to some of the weird stories from science and tech around the world. First and foremost, apparently Mr. Trump um, has signed an executive order seeking to crack down on social media companies over their bias against conservative people in the United States and around the world. So uh, that's going to be an interesting one. There's a whole debate that goes on online on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter about people who are so-called uh, conservative being shadow banned, being hidden, not having their their views and put out because they believe that these these evil lefties that are controlling everything. And who knows? Maybe, Maybe there is, but... This came after um, Twitter has started to fact check certain people. So Twitter had to fact check a tweet 
that uh, Trump sent out. And in retaliation to this, Trump doesn't like being called up um, on anything. So he signed an executive order and he's going to maybe start treating them like uh, publishers as opposed to platforms. So listen, that's happened this evening and uh, it's developing over the day. So that'll be interesting to see how that pans out. In other news, fancy scientists have in fact made a... uh, What did I do? Did I get rid of a screen? Maybe I did. Uh, Fancy scientists are after getting... um, Figuring out that there is a planet similar in size to Earth that could host life somewhere else in the universe. Oh, that's very exciting. Mm, Now, how do they know that? That's what I want to know. Magic. The only reason they know is because of magic. No, so what they're able to do is they've determined that this planet, which is uh, Proxima, and I'm going to pronounce it properly, uh, the name of the planet is Proxima B, it's an Earth-like planet. It's about 1.17 times the size of Earth, so it's around the same size. Uh, it's a year, though. It rotates around its star. It orbits its star uh, in 11 days' time. So it's got a much, much shorter year than Earth because it's much, much closer to the sun. But apparently the temperature on this planet, because the star's a little bit smaller, will be the same as Earth. And just by looking at the uh, atmosphere and the light it's given off, they can determine the... Uh, ma- the atmosphere. So what's making up the atmosphere, what type of chemicals are there, whether there's enough oxygen, hydrogen, carbon, all that stuff they can tell from millions and millions of miles away. So this is the first planet that we've kind of found that uh, is similar enough to our own that may uh, be able to maintain uh, life. Well, that's exciting. So I think there's yeah. probably too many people on this planet, so I think if we could just move some people them. out. Yeah. Go there we go. So uh, how we're going to do socially distancing is moving half of us to this planet and half of us can stay here and we'll sort that out. So that's what, what they're looking at as well. The only problem is, they said, is uh, they always throw these things in at the end just after you're reading. You're like, oh, cool. Apparently their uh, <clears throat> planet gets bombarded by x-rays because it's so close to a sun. So um, I'd say if we went there, we'd probably die. Now, we get x-rays from our sun because it's so far away. We, they're not bad. They're not dangerous in any way, shape or form. But the ones on this planet apparently are uh, 200 times stronger. So uh, that may not be ideal. I mean, we may not be able to survive, but maybe life over there has evolved. So there you go. Proxima B, which goes around the star, Proxima Centauri, 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 um, has been found to be possibly the next place where we should look to host life. So that could be interesting. A new a new holiday destination for us. This is, um, this is really weird. A new device that a Japanese inventor is after making. We've got things like virtual reality where you can put on a pair of glasses and you can, you know, feels as if you're somewhere completely different and you've got, you know, even VR, um, kind of, what you call them, VR experiences here in Dublin. There's places where you can kind of, you have a VR gun and stuff like that and you can go around different levels and you've got different audio to make you think that you're somewhere else. But taste has been one of the senses that we've never been able to replicate using a device or using a gadget, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're never able to smell anything or never able to taste anything. Yeah. But uh, Japanese inventors, after creating a device that can replicate and mimic any, any food on any taste in the world. That is so cool. It's weird, isn't now, it? When would you need this? What do you mean? Like, when would you need this device? This taste device. Okay, yeah, that's a very good question. When would you when would you need it? I don't know, maybe... Yeah, okay, no idea when you would need to be able like, to taste random things around the world. I hate that my mind goes to this, but I'm thinking, you know, they're doing the whole virtual porn thing. Like, do you, do you need it there? 
so that you can not only experience it in 3D, but you can also taste it. Oh, I get what you're saying. No, what I was thinking more along the lines of um, maybe it's needed, it might help if you're trying to stick to a diet and you're eliminating your bad foods that you love, like chocolate, for example. Maybe you could get this lickable gadget and you could just taste the sweet, sweet taste of chocolate in your mouth without any of the calories. Oh, I wonder if that work to trick your brain into thinking you're actually having some. Yeah, so this device is able to give you your five basic tastes, which apparently lead to every other taste that you ever taste. So it's your sweet tastes, salty, bitter, acidic, and umami? Umami? What's that? U-M-A-M-I. Anyway, it, it uses different... So it looks like a pen. Do you remember that pen you had in school that had the, like, the five different colours in it? It yeah. was the blue and white one. It kind of looks something similar size to that. And then at the end of it, there's five little pads... And there's uh, different uh, electrodes, and it doesn't obviously electrocute you, but the, the different pads represent and stimulate the different senses on your tongue. So one for sweet and salty and bitter or whatever. And then it can u- it, ha- it uses a, a small current to kind of change things around and change the consistencies around. So you can get a, a taste of chocolate or Domino's or Coke or whatever it is, um, and you can you can replicate it. So it's like artificial taste on your tongue. I kind of want to taste this now. <clears throat> Yeah, like, I know. Try it out and be a taste tester. I'd love it. Yeah. It, it could be something, though, if we're stuck in socially distant world and one of your friends makes something, I don't know if you'd be able to transfer that across the screen where you go, have a try of this, and they put their thing in their end, and then it can it can copy the taste and then send it over to you, and then you can put it on your tongue and then it can go, oh, go. It's something I never thought they'd be able to create, though. It just it sounds really complicated. And complicated that doesn't it? That and... That and smell, yeah. I was that that and kind of we haven't been able to transfer smell across movies uh, or digitally put it across, but now it, it seems as though we might be able to do this. Well, I definitely would love that. Even watching a film and stuff, in particular, smell. Mm. You know, like when you're really immersed in a film and they're cutting the grass or something, wouldn't you be loving to actually be there and smell it? Yeah. So listen. Could be on the way. That's the first one. Taste. They're kind of uh, hacking your taste at the moment so you'll be able to uh, artificially taste different things based off this little weird sensor. Uh, Also, the space launch did not happen yesterday. We were hoping to be able to see it over Dublin between a quarter to ten and ten o'clock last night. It got cancelled because of the weather. It's back on, rescheduled for this Saturday. I'm going to presume we'll still be able to see it. Um, southwest is apparently the direction you need to look um, when it'll be about ten or fifteen minutes after launch. We could see it uh, flying overhead, but um, they had to actually clear an alligator off the launch pad before they did it. Well, I know they cancelled but yesterday. It was one of the things that held them up as well. They had to get rid of a... Uh, of an alligator. Uh, of an alligator, yeah. Obviously, there, there's loads of them out in Florida in the swamps and in the marshes and stuff, but uh, yeah. That's pretty funny, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Wouldn't Why do we have to... head to head with an alligator? I know, yeah. Houston, we have a problem. What's the problem? There's an alligator. There's an alligator on the launch pad and we can't do anything about it. Um, so that's what happened yesterday as well on top of the weather. Finally, this is one of the greatest stories I've ever come across in a long time. And fair play to the scammers who were doing this. Not one for kind of backing people who are trying to scam and con artists, you know, they're, they're, they're not, but they're taking advantage of uh, the nut job conspiracy people that are out there that think, uh, you know, the p- politicians are shape-shifting lizards who exist in the fourth dimension and live on the moon, that's a moon spaceship, and that the earth is flat. Madness, right? So, 
5G has uh, been coming uh, coming online over the last couple of weeks and the last couple of months and Dublin's getting its first few 5G towers and, and so have uh, the UK and Europe and the US and a lot of people, the exact same thing happened when 4G went up and are we all dead from 4G? No we're not. So the exact same thing went up from uh, 4G. People are burning down the 5G towers and people are protesting against the dangers of 5G. Now, 5G is a... Uh, so it's on the electromagnetic wave. It's on the same thing as radio waves that you're listening to right now and also light. And if you're worried about 5G, don't be. Because if you're worried about 5G, 5G is weaker than the light that comes out of your lamp in your room. Right? So just, you know, if you're worried about 5G, be worried about the, the light in the lamp. Anyway, a lot of conspiracy theories doing around. A lot of people protesting. A lot of people burning down 5G antennas all over the world. And it's like, come on, for God's sake. So these scammers came along and they have now set up a company called 5G BioShield. And for €350, you can buy a 5G BioShield, which will, quote unquote, it won't, by the way, there's nothing to protect you from. It'll protect you from the health problems caused by 5G. There are no health problems caused by 5G, but this is what these people are saying. Now, this, this, these conspiracy theories go so far that a um, government report up in Scotland, no, not in Scotland, in, a, in Glastonbury over in the UK, a local councillor there asked their local council to buy one for all of its uh, members to protect against the problems of 5G. What are these five G anti? What are these anti five G devices? They are six euro, uh, one hundred twenty eight megabyte USB keys with a different sticker on them. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so, just cruel, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So a a. a the Glastonbury 5G Advisory Committee, which is a legitimate committee, one of the members of it, Toby Hall, claimed, with zero evidence, by the way, that this uh, anti-5G device blocked the 5G signals using quantum technology. Because listen, you throw quantum in the front of everything and you're like, oh, that's legit, that's serious. So um, he didn't. It obviously doesn't. But people have been spending 350 quid buying these. The lads have pretty much nearly all sold out. And it's an absolute... It's a scam, but I'm kind of like if people are willing to believe in nonsense conspiracy theories, should 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 they be burned a little bit? Uh, I mean, no, in a way, not figuratively, metaphorically. There's some people that are just really naive and just kind of fall for anything. I don't think it's their fault, though. But that's awful. Oh my god! Yeah, but the, you know, but the, it takes you a two-minute search. Because people are saying that 5G spreads the coronavirus. I'm like, come on now, lads. It I does know. not. No, it does not. Uh, corona spreads coronavirus. It doesn't need 5G. Um, so listen, and 5G has been up a good year and coronavirus has only come out in the last uh, couple of months, as you know. So listen, you can buy one, but these trading standards over in the United Kingdom is now trying to shut down the company because they consider it to be a scam. So the London Trading Standards told BBC, people who are vulnerable need protection from this kind of unscrupulous trading. But I'm kind of like, if you're that far down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole and, and you get scammed out of that, shame on you, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's kind of your fault. You can do a quick Google search and find out in a few minutes whether or not these things are legit or not, whether or not their concerns of 5G, 5G are real or not. They're not. And they're not at all. We had the same thing with 3G. We had the same thing with 4G. Said so if you're afraid of 5G, be afraid of the light in your room because that's more powerful than 5G. But um, 
there you go. There's uh, people being scammed out of 350 quid by just... Ta- I'm kind of nearly feeling as if we should do this ourselves, you know what I mean? Anti-5G, an anti-5G pen uh, that will buy it for like a cent and sell it for 200 quid and be like, listen, you won't get any... Uh, don't get any issues with your 5G if you do the old anti-5G pen there now for Platio. The sad thing is you'd actually probably make a ton of money from it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Even now, even though we're talking about it, you probably still would. <laughs> we'll sell them on air, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll cut the lads in for 20%. So listen, uh, there you go. Um, the Don't go spending your money on an anti-5G device because you will probably get more protection from your tinfoil hat. So don't worry about that. You don't need to fork over 300 quid. And if you are worried about 5G, be more worried about the light in your room because it's uh, slightly, slightly more dangerous. So listen, if we missed out any uh, tech stories you would like to give us uh, a shout or that we should give a mention to, let us know. You can drop us a WhatsApp. 87 FM 104's Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on uh, Room 104. Still to come on the show, um, we are going to be having a quick chat about... Let me just see before we move on. Um, a quick reminder, sorry, the podcast will be updated right after the show. If you want to listen back to the full shows or get... Um, get any of the interviews or features on their own, they'll be up there. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the usual places, you can go and subscribe there. Uh, on the way, your hair can track something very particular about you. Um, any ideas as to what it is, you can let us know, but we'll tell you more about that next here on FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It is Cormac and Sir here on Room 104. Um, question for you, Saoirse, right? Would you be up for going to any of these driving gigs that are popping up? What are you up to for driving where? For the driving gigs. So I don't know if you've seen it. There's a load oh, of places. I, I know the, the Laugh Lounge are doing a, a drive-in comedy gig just off the M50 at, is it the Junction 6 place there where the old Total Fitness used to be, if you know that they're just at the Blanchestown roundabout there on the M50. They're doing a driving gig there and then Gavin James announced this week that he's doing drive-in concerts in Kilkenny and Cork and Limerick, I think, he's going on the road with a boat. Would you go? It, it depends on what kind of gig it is. So Gavin James, yeah, I would because it's kind of more um more soulful, more kind of um, intimate. Whereas if it was something like the Chemical Brothers, which I was meant to go to in June, I just think you need the atmosphere of being out and just immersing yourself in the crowd and whatever. So I don't think I'd be too happy to go to one of their gigs. But yeah, drive-through Gavin James gig sounds good. You're not allowed to drink. No, you're not allowed to drink, but you could... uh, no, I don't think people are going to follow that rule, which is going to be interesting because obviously the person driving isn't going to be drinking. But, you know, I think it's technically well, you bring illegal. bring a designated driver. No, no, but it's illegal to have a beer in the car. Oh, yeah. Regardless of where you are, what you're doing, you, you can't even, I don't even think you're meant to have beer in the front of the car. It has to be in the boot. But you're not allowed to have an open um, bottle of beer or any booze at all in the car. So, like, if you went, if you were the designated driver, or Tara was the designated driver, and you went, you're not allowed to have any booze. Now, why do Ooh, we need booze to have now. a good time? This is what I'm saying. You know, we don't. And now we're all alcohol-free for 28 days. But I'm just, I'm just saying, uh, would that impact your enjoyment of the gig? I mean, if I'm being realistic, probably, yeah, it would. It would, kind of, wouldn't it? Well, I guess, like, it'd be a different vibe, and no one has ever done this before, so... 
That's you what know, I mean. It'd be a first for everyone. So maybe if everyone's turning up and they're sober and they haven't had any drink and... No, they're, they're not. Well, you know how it's going to go is that one person's going to drive and the others will have a, a couple. I'm not saying everyone's going to get smashed no, going they, to a Gaffin James gig. It's generally not the, the place where you, people are going to go and get off their absolute trolley. They're not. But I'm just I'm just wondering, as I said, this has never happened before. So what are the guards? Are the guards going to be standing outside or checking people on the way in and the way out? There would have to be some kind of allowance, wouldn't there? Oh, I don't know. It's breaking the law now. And if there isn't and they're checked, well, then it's going to be the first gig that you ever go to sober and in a car. Yeah. So I think it's an experience more than anything. Yeah, and I wonder how they, they do it for the, the sound, by the way, because I've, ne- I've never been to any, the drive-in cinema that was set up here. Um, but I know, is it done over, like, the radio signal where you have to tune in to a certain frequency and that's how you hear it? Is, is that how it's done? I'm pretty sure that is how it's done because my friend went during the summer there last year and she said uh, that it was through the radio, yeah. Oh, cool. And she said it was perfect. Like, it sounded perfect and it was actually really good because in my head I was thinking, I don't know if I'd get the same experience if I was sitting in a car watching a film, but she said it was really good. So I can imagine you know, a gig is the same. Yeah, no, I, I'd love to do it. I'm just, I'm just wondering what people will, how people will behave themselves. Do you know what I mean? Now, are the prices of tickets the same? Surely they'd have to be a bit cheaper, no? I know for the lounge, the comedy gig, a car of four people is 35 quid. Okay, so that's not that's bad. So that's less than, if you get four people in your car, uh, that's less than 10 or ahead. Yeah, that's good. Like, once uh, I don't you're know making how much, it reasonable. Yeah, I don't know how much Gavin, uh, Mr. Gavin James is... Uh, charge him for a ticket. Yeah, I'd say it'd be different. I think it's a good bit of crack and it, yeah, as I said, it's obviously different. Let's check it out. It's Gavin. Well, would that not James. mean at the same time, where is uh, Gavin James playing? He is playing... Where is his link on, Gavin? Where is your... Like, his cars take up space, so... Like, would you really want to be at the very back of a car park? Trying to listen into Gavin when he's so far away you can't even see him. The dr- so he is playing. So the drive-in tour. He is playing Limerick, Cork, Kilkenny. So, um, the Cork Showgrounds, Tremor Promenade, Gowran Racecourse. So they're picking places that are pretty wide open and spacious. So yeah, he seems there. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? Grand. Like if you were really far back in a car. Like, it's bad enough when you're standing there and you're in a crowd of people at a gig and you're trying to get closer up to the stage. Oh, I know what you mean. When you're it's not tiered. Away. Yeah. Uh, and you can't really move about. You're stuck so in your car. You, you kind of just feel like you're in a car and you're overhearing music being played at some party that you're not at. I would say, I'm going to ho- presume there'd be a big, huge screen um, that you might be able to do it. Now, look at this. Uh, this is for cars only. Vans, high-roof vans, trucks, coaches, minibuses, motorbikes are not permitted. Uh, so obviously they would block the view from other people. So uh, it's a car for four people. It's 60 quid a ticket, so it's pretty much 15 quid to see um, Gavin James in a in a drive-thru. drive-thru yeah, thing. I mean, I would. I'd I think loads more places that. are going to start doing this. I said, one, it'll have the novelty factor. It'll get people out. It'll get something to do. You know what I mean? There's nothing else happening. That's I mean, what I mean. Like, you don't have it. another choice. It's not like someone saying, <laughs> yeah, well, do you want to go to a drive-thru or do you want to go to the actual gig? You can't go to the actual gig, so, you know second best uh, yeah, yeah that's it. it yeah listen uh, let us know would you would you go to a, a drive-in gig and not consume any alcohol because again I don't think you can the legalities around it I think are a bit 
crystal clear on that. So it'd be interesting yeah, how that's... Uh... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And... Yeah, very uh, interesting how they're going to pull yeah. that. Uh, radiation does not emit from light in your room. Yes, it does. Because light is on the electromagnetic uh, spectrum and radiates light. So that's what radiation is. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Yeah, listen, let us know. 87 We might play out one more song. We were chatting at the start of the show, if you've just tuned in. Just for the day that was in it, it was a beautiful, bright, hot, sunny day in Dublin. One of those days where you just drive around, the windows down, sunglasses on, the music pumping. But what was your go-to kind of driving in the sun song? And we got a ton of requests in. We might play one more out before the end of the show. So if there's anything in particular that is your go-to song and you have to bang on when the sun comes out in Dublin, let us know. 87 on the way, your hair knows a lot of stuff about you, a lot of strange stuff about you, and we'll uh, explain exactly what that is next. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Sersha. FM 104. I don't know about you, but it seems to be getting stuffier and sweatier by the moment. Trying to sleep yes. tight is going to be very, Ooh. very interesting. Listen, if you're struggling to go to sleep, you can subscribe to the podcast, listen back to the full shows in their entirety, and also uh, to the specific separate interviews as well. So on all the podcast places where you get your stuff from. Get in touch, drop us a line, let us know what you're, what you're up to of uh, 2012. Of, uh, what day are we? Thursday evening, the 28th of May, lads. Where did April and May go? No one knows, but you can drop us a WhatsApp, let us know what you're up to. And if you want um, a specific song played at the end of the show, we were talking about those summery summer tunes you play when you're kind of driving around on a nice day in Dublin. We might end with one. There's a few requests come in for a specific one. I'm delighted about it, but listen, we'll see if anyone changes the tide there. You can drop us a WhatsApp. You should know the number. If you don't, 87 104 But I'm, I'm dreading, I'm dreading going to sleep a little bit later on. I'm thinking ice packs. That's what we need, or an, a, a cold water bottle. You do need an ice pack. But you know what's also interesting about your sleep and uh, your hair, for that matter? Mm. Apparently, there's a gene that regulates our body clock 
that can be found in your hair follicles. So your hair basically can determine whether you're a morning person or an afternoon person. You know, if you're one that gets up at 6 a.m., your, your hair determines basically what your genes are. So I find this quite strange, quite interesting. Um, so there was, the strands containing the clocks gene are found throughout the body, including the white blood cells inside the mouth. But the human hair is easiest for scientists to, to detect. So basically, you know, if you're on a night shift and you're working like yeah. horrible hours that you're not used to, your hair, if they scan your hair, they can tell you whether or not that you're able to cope with those hours or not. And they also have, or they could have a link to, you know, they say a lot of times that people doing night shifts could have a higher risk of certain types of cancers. Mm, yeah, it's because yeah. their body is... is totally messed and out of sync when they're doing those shifts. Whereas yeah, and they're, if not, you they're actually, not getting enough sleep, yeah. Yeah, but that's only because of your genes and whatever. So they can test that through your hair, which is very yeah. strange. That'd be, that'd be, strange, I imagine it handy enough and, and an easy enough one. You can go in and start your night shift. If you're starting, you're, you're just doing your overnights right now. Maybe you're just clocking on and going into the warehouse or the factory or whatever you're doing. You're keeping security around the different uh, different businesses that are closed down and shouting at young lads who are acting the acting the mick. Um, I don't know if you if you'd even want to know. Like if I've been if I've been working nights, uh, like this isn't really nights. You know what I mean? We kind of it's not overnight. No. It's slightly different, and it kind of does mess up your body clock a little bit. But it's not starting at eleven p.m. finishing at six a.m. kind of stuff. No, I, no, and no. I imagine if you're doing that and it's completely against your natural body clock, how bad that could be for you. Yeah. Well, it said when the researchers tested the genes in the subject's follicles, they found that body clock gene activity peaked right after a subject had woken up, regardless of whether it was 6am or 10am. So that suggests that the brain turns on the gene at different times in different people. Right. So there's no such thing as, you know, you could be a morning person or you could be working mornings. Doesn't necessarily mean that your genes want you to do that. You're genetically mm. made to work at a later time. So I think it's quite, um, it's meant to be quite an easy test to get done. So maybe if you wanted to get that done and check out whether whether or not you should be actually doing the job that you're doing. I know, you have to quit your job. That's what you do. You go get your hair thing done and get a test. And you're like, oh, can't, can't work overnights. Yeah. Don't so, do overnights uh, anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always a worry, especially if you're not not that way inclined at all that'd be a bit mad so listen if you're going into your uh, let us know if you're about to start a, a, an overnight shift give us a shout 0876797104 maybe you shouldn't do it we will help you quit here is a Nile Horn No Judgment and uh, let us know what you would like us to play as the last song for this evening FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. We're almost, almost done. Keep your suggestions coming in for the song you would like us to finish with this evening. We're looking for your uh, summer, summer anthems. When the Dublin gets a bit sunny and you're driving around, windows down, what's the kind of go-to song that you have to have to blare out the windows? Let us know. 087-6797-104. Um, and we'll do our best... We'll try and get it on for you. So just let us know. Drop us a text. We had hundreds of texts in earlier on. So we'll see if we can pick one out and play it for the end of the show. Um, we mentioned yesterday, and you've probably seen the, the good news, that all the drive through McDonald's around Dublin and the country should be open by the latest next Thursday. But I feel as if, again, every other, uh, every other uh, takeaway outlet has been a little bit shafted. They haven't got any as much attention or as much mania or as much panic as McDonald's has over the last while, and it's, it's come out that good news if you're a KFC fan, 
that uh, KFC are going to be opening up all their drive-thrus and deliveries over the next while. And things that I didn't realise is that you can actually get KFC delivered. Ooh, that would be nice, actually. See, there's yeah, a lot of deliveries, nice. sorry, a lot of restaurants and stuff that continue to deliver or were very similar to takeaways that you might have got already, whereas there's really nothing like a McDonald's. So I think that's what the hype is about. Yeah, well, I did. Just they've got their marketing sewn up. They've got such a strong brand. But there you go, uh, KFC doing deliveries and things like that as well. Also, <laughs> next month we're going to have hundreds and hundreds of new restaurants that y- y- look very similar to pubs, but they're restaurants. And, and I imagine some of them are going to try and open next month. It'll be interesting to see if a load of them can actually go. No, no, no we're we're a restaurant now. So uh, happy days. Go in and get yourself a salad and uh, a couple of pints as well. So that'll be. Uh, Wait, does that is that news. what that means? By the way. That if they mean? open, they're opening, say, pubs that are opening as a restaurant, do they have to predominantly sell food? They cannot serve alcohol unless there's a meal served. Wow. So there's going to be pubs and stuff that have never served any types of food are now doing signature sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But I suppose a lot of places do carvery. So a lot of places are set up to do carvery and could just kind of go, here, here, here's what the story is. So I know yeah, a lot of them have a bit of mine. time. Like, you couldn't be going in for a carvery at 10 o'clock at night, like... Why not? Like, would they be closing earlier than usual? Yeah, but at least, well, why would, you know, just go in for a dinner? Go in, like, and I get a plate of chips. Okay, what's the story? But, um, like, a restaurant's alcohol license, you cannot serve any, like, you cannot serve alcohol unless there's a meal served. You cannot, like, give anyone a, a beer at a counter, and it has to be brought down by a waiter. You can't, uh, there's all specific rules about restaurant licenses when it comes to alcohol in comparison to a bar. So if you went into a restaurant and you just sat down and had a couple of beers, you can't do that. You have to get food. Wow, that could actually yeah. be a good thing in a way because, you know, the, That'd be great, yeah. the types of people that just kind of turn up and sit at the bar all day long, every single day, <laughs> and they get a little bit too messy and then um, it's time to leave and they don't want to leave. Maybe if they're eating, it will sober them up. Uh, yeah, it could, it could help. But uh, yeah, who, who knows? There'd be a load more restaurants. Copper's Le Restaurant might be opening sooner rather than later. So listen, uh, that's a little bit of good news anyway. Um, uh, couple Question for of, you. Sorry, go on. Question for you. Right. This is quite interesting and this is quite surprising, this study that was done recently, right? Now, I don't know if it's because of lockdown, but it's about Irish couples. Now, you're in a couple. You're Irish. 40% of Irish couples... Are doing what together? Uh, I've never done this, by the way. Never. Fighting together. No. Eating together for the first time now that they're deciding to put their phones <laughs> down. No. No. Uh, showering. Showering together. No. They're not showering together. No, we did hear that, um, you know, people kind of creating sex tapes and so on have become oh, yeah. more popular. Oh, filth, filth. So it's probably on the same lines as that. Um, 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 I just, I just don't are... understand the need for the rise in this. What, well, tell us, what is it? Uh, okay, so 40% of Irish couples are now watching porn together. So that's that's risen by 15%. Do you know what's happened, right? Because over the last while, couples have watched have basically completed Netflix. They're now going over to Pornhub to watch those really, really badly acted out <laughs> scenes in movies. They're like, I just moved up to the new city and I wanted to start my career as an actress. And I met this guy. I'm like, oh, no. I wonder what happens now. Oh, they, they're just having really aggressive sex. Okay. 
like either that or they're just so bored of doing the same thing that now they they feel forced into watching this. And maybe so it's research. Would it be? Like, you creative. wouldn't sit down and watch that. Yeah, I've never done it either. It's a bit awkward. Yeah, it is awkward, isn't it? When we sit yeah. in bed, what movie do you want to watch? No, do you know what? We're going to actually watch porn instead. That's what we're going to do. And then do you know what the worst part is? She'll go, well, what do you want to watch? <laughs> and you know and then you're say? going, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, like, I've seen that one already. Oh. Every single one. Uh, yeah, I saw that last night. What? Nothing. I've seen yeah. season two just, of, of Backdoor Sluts 9. So, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I, couldn't get, I couldn't get on board of that now. I just find it too Oh, that's odd. weird. That's a bit odd now, yeah. Uh, I'd probably prefer to watch Mass together, a live so feed, I. as opposed to uh, watching that. It'd just be a, bit, it'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. You kind of just feel like you're being watched. <laughs> yeah, oh, watching yeah. other people having sex in your own room. You're like, oh. Yeah, I think I'll pass. Well, yeah, 40% of Irish couples are currently doing that. Probably yeah, now. Filthy probably. scumbags. Yeah, right now. Look at them. Probably right now. Disgusting people. So, yeah. Um, right, well, well, listen, that... Uh, that's pretty much it for uh, this evening anyway. Um, we got a lot of text in there just about the last song that we were going to play out and uh, it's, it's WAP. It, it, it's a fantastic song. It's one, it's a fantastic summer song. It's also a fantastic uh, driving song. I would harvest as well. Uh, or harvest, I guess, it's saying that as well. So listen, we'll leave you on this one. Cheers for tuning in. Tomorrow night, 10 o'clock after Al Gibbs. Tune in to Freaks on Friday tomorrow night. Got some special guests lined up. But would you like to know what uh, came in the most for the end of the show? Yeah, I really want to know. Oh, Brilliant. Yes. Oh, indeed. Uh, listen, subscribe to the podcast, listen back to the full shows. Tomorrow night, 10 o'clock is when we'll be back. This is Underworld, Born Slippy. We'll leave it at that. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.